Welcome into our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56th Family Restaurant in Galva. This is your chance to hear from all the McPherson High School and area coaches throughout the school year. The Coaches Show on 96.7 FM KBBE is brought to you by FEMCO, McPherson Concrete, Complete Automotive in McPherson, DFS Moto in Canton, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Kane's Body Shop, Flinsborg Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, JAR Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Welcome into our High School Coaches Show this morning, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. What a busy, busy week it has been for high school basketball. Getting ready for midseason tournaments for some teams. Some teams are already done. Some teams still have to play today, just like McPherson will, as they will be back at home for their McPherson Invitational. Day number three, some teams have played on Monday, Thursday, Friday. Some have played Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Some have played Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It has been a crazy week of basketball, but we get a chance to talk about all of that this morning. I'm Jim Joyner, and joining me as always, bright and early on a Saturday morning, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, it's been a busy week. Uh, it really has, and I uh, feel like that uh, I might as well just set up a cot at the roundhouse. I think we spend about 15 hours a day out there, but uh, we've had some great basketball out there. Uh, Bullpups, of course, play this afternoon, uh, 345. They're going to play a really talented Junction City team that you see their elbows above the rim many times. They're really tremendous defensively. Junction City was down 20 points after a quarter last night, came back and won. Topeka Seaman, which hadn't won a game all year, that was a punch in the gut for Seaman. I really felt bad for them. And then the uh, championship game later on tonight, Bishop Carroll played as fine a game last night in the semis as I've ever seen. Textbook basketball. Lawrence Free State, they're no joke. That's going to be a tremendous championship game. And I really urge everyone uh, to stick around for the championship game because if you want to see high-level basketball, that championship game is going to be tremendous. Well, it was a really busy week. Both Elyria Christian teams were at center. The girls are playing for fifth place today. The Elyria boys are playing for first. Both Heston teams were over at Hillsboro. The boys are playing for first. Girls playing for third today. The Inman boys are playing for third today at Burton, while the Little River boys are taking on Berean Academy at Burton for a chance at a championship. The Mound Ridge boys and Kenton Galva boys were over at Kenton Galva, and the Smoky Valley Vikings are done for the weekend now as they played at Sterling. Both teams took sixth place, and we'll start off our show this morning with Smoky Valley boys coach Doug Schneider. We're going to start on a really positive note this time because last time I said, well, you guys have lost twice since the new year. We're going to start off with you picked up a nice win on Tuesday. You played Monday, which was weird. You played Monday against Sterling, lost to the home Sterling team who was very good, 57-35. Turned around, picked up a win over Russell, 70-43. to And then last night, lost in overtime, or yesterday afternoon, lost in overtime, 63-60. to What did you learn about your team this week over at Sterling? You know, I learned about our resilience. On Monday, we played a terrible game. I think if you brought any of our kids in, they would be really disappointed with what we brought to the table on Monday. And we thought we might have a good chance at beating Sterling, who ends up taking first in that tournament so they obviously were the real deal as well but Tuesday you know you got to bounce back from a game where you just didn't play well and I thought we came out played a Russell team that's struggling a little bit but we took care of business Trey Kennedy drops 33 points in that game has seven threes I think he tied the record for the tournament and most threes made in a game and was sixth or something tied for sixth and most points in a game but and then we came out last night, you know, we had a chance to play a, a Southeast team that we've played again uh, earlier in the season, lost by seven, and I know our kids were hungry to play them. And, 
boy, we gave him everything we could. We jumped out to a nice start. Uh, guys played well. I know Trey Kennedy finished with 14. Cade uh, Schneider finished with 22. Um, we had chances. We had every chance in the world. We're down two late in the game. We get fouled on a three-point shot. Uh, we make two out of three, send it to overtime. We had chances, shots in overtime, but uh, just weren't quite able to pull it out. Still had a shot at the buzzer to be able to tie it, but um, I was really proud of our kids and the way they responded. You know, we were down a starter last night. One of our starters was um, being inducted into the, his military experience last night. I thought you were going to say um, Hall of Fame. <laughs> no. He, and we're so proud of Brewster Banks, and he's going into the Air Force, and it just happened to be that day that he did his MEPS, and there's no way around it. But we were, we were happy for him. We were disappointed not to have him. But guys stepped up and played and got the job done, and I was really pleased with our effort. You know, we were so close, so close to getting over that hump. We were close to Heston a week and a half ago. We were close to Southeast yesterday. we got to find a way in these next 10 games to really get that so close, pushed over the, the edge to we did it. And, and I think that's the key for us now. As you look at the Sterling tournament from this week, I, is this the, you guys have gone there a couple times, haven't you? How did you feel about the quality of Sterling this week? You know, I felt like it was really good. You know, we had the number one team in the state in 3A and Hugoton there, and they got beat twice. Wow. Um, Lions, I think they're the real deal in our league. You know, they were they got beat by Sterling. Like I said, I thought Sterling, I thought we could have played better and competed with Sterling, and yet Sterling wins the whole thing. Um, and then Lions comes out and beats Hugoton pretty soundly in the third place game. So I was pretty pleased. I think, you know, uh, every team you came across there gave you something different to look at. That's what we like about it. You know, I know we did play Southeast a second time, but, you know, we got a chance to see some other teams and, and a Sterling team that used to be in our league. So we get a chance to see other teams that bring good quality basketball to that tournament. And I think that's one of the things that helps make us better. You know, our CKL is so phenomenal. We may not be in a you know MAC tournament or a Salina Invitational, but we play against teams I think that prepare us for the postseason the best we can. You're at the halfway point of your season now, basically, and and you talk about getting over the hump. What has to improve for you to turn? You've played a ton of close games. Uh, to get over the hump in those close games, what area do you feel like you need to improve most? Well, and I think, you know, we talked about this last night when we left. I think one of the areas is playing with more confidence down the stretch. And I thought last night we did that way better than we did in a – 12-1 last four minutes against Heston a week and a half before that. We had chances to curl up and fall apart at the end of that Southeast game, and we didn't. We were resilient enough to continue to come back and push that game to overtime. Uh, now it just becomes a matter of, of making that one extra play late in the game that's going to be the difference maker, whether that's hitting a shot, whether that's getting a stop, uh, whatever it might be. But I, I think our kids just have to believe in that. And, and as a result of this tournament, I think we've developed, you know, Trey Kennedy came alive scoring-wise. The more guys you have that can be threats from the outside, the more it's going to open up other parts of your game. I'm hoping that that's going to allow some people to, to lay off some of our other guys, open up other places for us to be able to score, uh, because scoring has been at a premium for us. So we've got to make sure we take advantage of those things. So what's coming up this week for the Vikings? Do you play on Tuesday? Because a lot of teams, after a tournament, they generally some take Tuesday off and then play Friday, and some take play Tuesday and then take Friday off. We got Hutch Trinity. Uh, they're pretty good. The Hammocky kid is pretty legit. They took second last night, lost that triple overtime game to Sterling. So we have them on Tuesday. We have a Clay Center team that Heston just played this week in their tournament uh, on Friday. And then we turn around with Hillsboro next week. So, you know, we're back into the CKL from that point on, all the H's. Um, they're coming up. Yep, <laughs> they're all lining up. And we'll throw the other letters in here in a few weeks. But um, – <laughs> 
No, it's it's another hit the road running. You know, Trinity's going to be really really good at their place. Uh, they're they're coming off a high right now, I think, as far as how they played in that tournament. So we have our work cut out for us. But like I said, bring us the best every night, and we need to bring our best every night. Well, Coach Schneider, best of luck the rest of this week, and we'll hear from Coach Vanderwig now. I hope that you can get back in time for that C team tournament. Hopefully, I can. <laughs> they, they could probably take care of it without me. Oh no way! No, we, they can't keep moving. You know, the Smoky Valley boys, they are so close in so many games. And this is a team, remember, this is a team the last few years, they've been a state participant. You know, they've they've found a way to, you know, they might have around 500, a few games over, but they always seem to really come alive come postseason team or postseason time. And another team that hopefully will come alive when the postseason rolls around, the Smoky Valley girls. Uh, Larry's in with us now, uh, coming off a, a, a one-and-two week over at Sterling and Coach, what did you learn about your team in this three days of uh, play? Well, I think we're we're competing better, um, you know, and that that's part of the process of, of developing the program or bringing the program along and and uh, uh, you know getting a little bit better. I've got some girls uh, banged up. Uh, Allie Brumbaugh sprained her ankle uh, in the second game, and uh, and and Carrington Haxton's uh, nursing some injuries. So, but they gutted through it, uh, working through it. Um, uh, Ellie Bromba had a really good week. Uh, she she had uh, 15, 12, and fourteen in those right. three games, and, and won the three point shooting three, contest. Yeah, so handled it, I believe. Yeah, um, and so uh, it was good to see her because she she struggled uh, the previous outing at, down at Heston, and so I was really happy for her. And we need her to to as one of our leaders to to have that type of week. And and, and Carrington Haxton and Brianna Pretty <clears throat> both have been giving you. Good minutes, too. Those three have been pretty consistent for you. Yeah, Bree struggled the first couple of games. They had a really good game last night. So, again, it was good to see her bounce back. Um, uh, and, and But you're right, those those three tend to be our, our catalysts. A couple other posts, Kaylee Ryan and Claire Broxman had some good minutes, too. So, And, and Abby Rose is, has been coming along for us. Um, you know, we – we continue to to battle. We we played better defensively, especially uh, you know first half of Hugoton, uh, and and uh, the first half of Southeast Celine. Now one of our challenges is putting four quarters together. You know we I think we won three out of the four quarters last night, but that third quarter um, didn't go well. I you know. I don't know. I told the girls, you know, I need to change up my halftime speech. <laughs> or maybe not even go into the locker room or there something. There you go. Just so, Hey, if you're going good, just stay out there and shoot layups. Yeah, How's that? Yeah. Well, going back through the week over at Sterling, it started off with a 43-31 loss to Hugoton on Tuesday. You turn around and beat a Kingman team that has been one of the best over the last couple of years, win 36-35, and then lose to Southeast of Saline yesterday, 42-36, a team that you had played earlier on in the year and won. So you come away with this weekend with a 1-2 and two record, but I think that Kingman win, a one-point win, might help spark this team going forward a little bit too. Yeah, I hope so. We, we had to gut it out. We had to get, get a, a couple defensive stops, and we did, uh, and, and make enough free throws down the stretch, and... Uh, so yeah, you're right. You, you've got to learn when you haven't won a lot of games. You have to learn how to win. And and even in the uh, Southeast Celine game, we went into the fourth quarter down 11, and and uh, midway through the fourth quarter started pressing, which I didn't know if we could press Southeast. They you know with uh, Carson Schlesner, very good ball handlers, and and we actually got it within five, and and but just couldn't get over the hump the last couple positions to get the shots to to close that gap. So so that's our next step in our progression as a coaching staff as well as the players. Well, we just talked to Doug and no rest for the weary. Two more games this week. What are you looking forward to yeah. with these two games? You know, I haven't had a chance to watch Hutch Trinity, but they 
they you know, had a very decisive win over Southeast Lee in the first round, Sterling. They're, they're long, uh, so we have them on Tuesday. And then turn around with Clay Center. So, yeah, it, it, it hits just Doesn't get any easier, does No, it doesn't. And, you know, we just have to keep watching film, keep trying to get better, and, and, and continue to battle. Well, best of luck next week. Uh, uh, Vikings, you're seeing a lot of progress from this team over last year, though. We are. We're getting better. It's little things. Hopefully, at some point, there'll be wins. Okay. Thank you. We'll take our first break here on our high school coaches show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Continuing this morning on our High School Coaches Show, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galvo, we just heard from both Smoky Valley coaches as the Viking girls are now 4-6 and six on the season. The Viking boys are 3-7 and seven after they both took 6th place over at the Sterling Tournament. We'll now turn over to Mount Ridge as Coach Unrow and the boys, they were down at Kenton Galva this week and ended up taking 4th place at that tournament. The Mount Ridge girls, you would think on a week where they were not playing in a tournament, would have had a little lighter week, but instead they have a makeup game with Inman that they lose 49-39, but then won last night over Gossel 46-30 as we're now joined by Coach Vicki Kessler. I would think most coaches would say, okay, glad we don't have the midseason tournament. Let's just sit at home and, and rest up, and instead you guys had to play two very tough games this week. We did. We did. Um, you know, we're battling some sickness, so my point guard... Aaron, I think everybody is. Yeah, my point guard, Aaron Durst, played through some on uh, Tuesday, but she didn't play at all last night. And then I had another girl throw up during the game <laughs> on okay. Tuesday, another starter. So, uh, you know, we we battled through not only the schedule, but also persevered through, through some sickness. So we were glad to come out. Well, I figured that might have happened after playing Gossel because I think the town of Gossel had just an unbelievable we, amount of sickness last week. We were a little scared to go there, but uh, um, they seem healthy now. Well, now the Mount Ridge girls are sitting with a record of 7-4, and four, and you look at all the losses, they've been to really good teams. Two losses to the Inman Teutons, a team that you've seen a lot of and they've been really good, but I think that this team has continued to make some nice progress this week in getting ready for what is going to be a loaded Haven tournament next week. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have to be playing our best basketball at that point uh, to come out of there with one, two, possibly three wins would be very exciting. Yeah, you look at the bracket for the 47th Haven Wildcat Classic. The Mount Ridge girls are the number seven seed with a record of six and three. I think a record of six and three at the Mid America Classic this year would get them like a Third. two seed or yeah. a three seed. <laughs> three seed. So it is a really loaded tournament. They'll open up with Halstead, who is eight and one. If you win that, you play Garden Plain or Haven. I guess you play them either way. On the other side of the bracket, you have Andale, who's been a good team this year. You have Nickerson. You have Rose Hill. I don't know a lot about them, but I know Cheney has been very good. They're the number one seed. What a loaded tournament and a great opportunity for these girls against schools that are all bigger than you guys right. do. One of the things we like about the Haven tournament is we meet teams that we have not previously met. Uh, and in the past, we've done fairly well at the Haven Tournament, but this year, you're right. We've got state-ranked teams in 3A, 2A, so it is going to be um, a battle. Looking back at last night, who were some of the players that kind of stood out in your win over Gossel? You know, they, they really struggled to stop Kate Eichelberger. Mm -hmm. um, she's six foot. They didn't have anybody over 5'8". They were putting three people on her. Um, they also tried to shut down Courtney Kaufman. But um, Katie Stuckey ended up at the free throw line for 17. She shot 17 free My throws. My goodness. Yeah, we shot 35 free throws. It, uh, Gossel's very aggressive, but uh, sometimes 
they are also in foul trouble because of that. Mm-hmm. It must have been a late night at Gossel with 35 <laughs> free throws. It was a late night. It was a, it was a late night. I know Coach Unrath was probably very happy that he didn't have to play after you guys after that one. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching yeah. all the free throws. Who was your top scorer last night? Uh, it was Kate with 15, and then Katie had 13. Okay. So, um, And then Courtney had 10, okay. and she had somebody hanging on to her the whole game but got free a few times and uh, – we were pleased with getting the win with Aaron not playing and some sick, you know, battling some sickness. Well, it's but, going to be a really busy week for the Mound Ridge girls and Coach Kessler. Enjoy the week and a right. fun trip over to Haven three days in a row. And yeah. you guys will play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is the way I like the tournaments to be. Absolutely. We'll get prepared on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and see we where go. we're at. Always good to see you, Vicki. Thank you. You bet. Well, we'll send in Coach Vance Unrow after his Mound Ridge boys took fourth at the Canton Galva tournament this week. I had a chance to see them on Tuesday when they played Bennington and won 50 to 35. I then didn't get to see them in their game on Thursday night. They lost to Life Prep Academy 68-61 and then lost to Sedgwick in that great rivalry game yesterday, 54-39. So the Wildcat boys took fourth at Canton Galva. And Coach Unrow, I enjoyed watching your team play on Tuesday night. You played a Bennington team that athletic-wise was as good of a team at that level as they had as much talent as I've seen. But I thought you guys stayed pretty composed in that game, took a lot of good shots. I thought Landon Kaufman did a nice job of distributing the basketball. John Schlosser was a guy that impressed me. Brady Helms had a nice night. I enjoyed going to see you guys on Tuesday. Well, thank you, Jim. I thought Tuesday night coming in, Bennington not necessarily a high-octane offense type team, but like you said, very, very athletic. The Allen boys play uh, uh, at multiple spots and multiple positions. Uh, uh, they've got another uh, couple of kids that are just – uh, just hardworking kids, and uh, we found a way to go ahead and put some put some offense together. I was really, really pleased against Life Prep how we were able to execute offensively. We got into our sets, and we were able to go ahead and manufacture some good good offense. Uh, defensively, we had some breakdowns, primarily because they were just so athletic and quick good shooters you know you have to pick your poison in that regard and then last night uh the physicality of the game uh kind of set the tone for how we were able to execute offensively and uh it we just never really got in the flow i think that was probably the most disappointing thing about last night's game we never felt like we were in control whether it was on the offensive end of the floor or the defensive end of the floor it, we just never really gained control of the pace of the game. And honestly, that's, that's really what we try to focus on right now is, hey, we have to dictate tempo. And that, sometimes that's fast and sometimes that's slow. Last night we got impatient. We started to force some things, didn't make a timely pass, uh, you know, just things like that. But I remain optimistic you know, you, I've never seen yeah, you not optimistic. You, you wake up this morning, you well, say... Well, when he doesn't get his muffin, he's not optimistic. <laughs> well, I woke up this morning, I said, okay, who's up next? Right, we were just going to say, because you're it, at the halfway point of their season, now you move forward. It, it, I was disappointed we didn't get two wins this last week. But I'm very optimistic how we can move forward from here, because it's not all broke. So we need to fine-tune just a few of these things. We're having some other kids that... You know, we're playing different roles. And 
it's interesting how you find out things about your team, whether it's in practice or whether it's in games of what kids can do and what they can't do. And you say, man, why didn't I figure this out sooner? But, uh, and hopefully that'll all come together for us because ultimately we are a very unselfish team. Sometimes I wish that some of our kids would take it upon themselves just to be a little bit more selfish. Did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, but, we'll delete that part. <laughs> but the, I love these guys. They, they come to practice. They work hard. You know, we, you try to control the things that you can control. Your attitude, your work, where your work your ethic, effort, and your effort. Well, if I don't have to coach effort, I can focus on other things. And right now, the, kids are playing hard. They're giving everything they got, um, and it, we're, you know, I look back on different evenings on you know, how we lost games, and they, it might be just one or two uh, in the second quarter. It might have right. been one or two uh, opportunities or a free throw here or a free throw there. So, What comes up this week for you yeah, guys? Yeah, we have a makeup game with Inman, boys only night on Tuesday. Okay. It'll be a raucous atmosphere. Of course. Uh, at our place. Uh it, they do such a nice job athletically. Uh, uh, we're going to have to uh, really play well on Tuesday night. And then, of course, Did you say at Inman or no, at No, it's at, at Moundridge. Okay. It's at Moundridge. And then on Friday night, we travel to Gossel, boys only night again. And Gossel has a really nice team, probably their best team in maybe five or six years. Uh, the Lindemann kid is just really, really solid. And... Uh, you know, then after that, it's just wall-to-wall basketball till the end of February. That's right. That's the way it goes. So, uh, you know, we have a lot to play for. And, uh, like I said, just love the heck out of these guys. Uh, uh, they're fun to be around. They're great in the locker room. Uh, uh, sometimes a little honorary. Uh, <laughs> Where do they get that from? <laughs> well, is, that an, is, that, is that a reflection yeah, I, of their coach? I, I, that's their parents. Oh, it's not a okay. reflection on the coaching staff. Okay. Right. I just want to uh, make sure. I, I, if I, if they could accuse me of anything, it's probably being too businesslike. Yeah, that's true. It, the, the, in your suit, and I think you wore a tuxedo the other night on the sidelines. Well, let's don't go that far. Well, Coach Unran, we appreciated your time this morning, and hey, a chance to take on a really fun week in Minnegossel yeah, no this doubt. week. No doubt. Appreciate. Don't have to go very far, do you? <laughs> that's uh, for sure. Hey, thanks, Scott. Guys, you bet. We'll take another break on our high school coaches show this morning, presented by the Fifty Six Family Restaurant in Galva. Continuing on our high school coaches show this morning, presented by the 56 Family Restaurant, we have heard from the Smoky Valley and the Mound Ridge coaches this morning, and now we'll hear from Heston Boys coach Greg Raleigh. No Coach Richardson this morning. I'm sure he has other better things to do and is bouncing around somewhere. I think he might have been sick. He told me earlier this week that he wouldn't be here. But for the Heston Boys, I think we might have put the jinx on you on Saturday morning last week, and I was I said something along the lines of, hey, you're an undefeated team, one of the last ones remaining in the state. Well, that night you went out and lost, and I think you can put that one on me, 56-53 at Hoisington. But we took the jinx off when you went over to Hillsboro to start the week, a win over Clay Center 48-31 earlier in the week, and then yesterday a 63-46 win over Riley County. So you can take away the blame from me, and now you get the monkey off the back. But it sounds like good start to the week over at Hillsboro. Yeah, we still blame you. It was your fault. Yeah, don't, don't blame me too much. Well, I told everybody to quit listening to the radio station. <laughs> well, well, they're not the only ones. Oh uh, yeah, we've had a we've had a lot of games here, and we uh, don't stop. Hopefully, we're ready for tonight. Uh, I look at our schedule and where we've been and what we've got coming, and it's like it's as tough a schedule as we've ever played. So we go. Holcomb tonight, who's always good, and then we got to go to Bueller, then we go to Haven the next Tuesday. So uh, 
and then we got Hillsboro. So it's uh, it just it's never ending. Our league is really good this year, and um, I I think it's kind of up for grabs. Hoisington is is really good. I mean we we didn't play poorly. Nicholson being back makes him so much better, and we didn't guard him real well. So um, that was a really good learning experience for us. Though over there we in the game situations and things like that. We weren't uh, we weren't horrible, but we weren't perfect, and it would have taken perfect to beat them. So. Well, you know, I get your box scores after the games, and what I always find interesting is how many guys you play. I think I say that every week. but And you never know who's going to be the guy. Last night, uh, Nick Arnold steps up, 21 points, big game for him. But like you say, from game to game, you just never know who it's going to be. Well, um, yeah, I'd like to get us – a little more consistent with, uh, you know, a few more guys in double figures on a consistent basis. Kaysen's been pretty consistent on that. But, yeah, we have – well, they went triangle in two. I don't know why, but last night it was it's a pretty close game, and then they went triangle in two. And, you know, you, you really can't leave Jackson Humphrey standing alone at a three-point line or he's going to make you pay. And he scored about ten points in a real quick little run, and that was that was really good to see for from him. And uh, – yeah, they, you know, everybody kind of contributes. And we've been playing nine usually. And uh, once in a while we throw a freshman out there too. So uh, he got sick and things. So he hasn't been um, playing quite as much. But That's oh. the theme of the week. Yeah, Every team is just extremely sick right now. And I think a midseason basketball tournament where they all have to go sweat and be uh-huh. in the same room, I think that is adding to the mix of everybody just being sick. Yeah, I don't know. Our assistant coach went back to water bottles this year instead of cups, so everybody's just sharing the same water bottle. <laughs> Holcomb tonight, what do you expect from them? Um, they're very well coached. We've always had battles with them. It's fun to play them. Uh, um, I like their kids. I like their team. Uh, they switch every screen. That uh, creates a unique situation for us because we don't see that all the time, so hopefully we we handle that well. Um and maybe we can get isolated in the situations that we want and matchups we want. Um, but uh, it should be a fun game, and hopefully our kids are ready and still got a little gas left. So. It's been a weird week because you and the girls have played the same teams every single game, and it doesn't typically work out this way for these tournaments, but they will also be playing Holcomb this afternoon in the third-place girls game at 2.30, right. and you guys will be at 7.30. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, best of luck today and we're not going to jinx you on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. We're not saying a word. I'm just saying get the W. Alright, well we'll try. Okay. Thanks. We'll take another break this morning as we continue on our high school coaches show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We're continuing on our high school coaches show this morning as we're now joined by the voice of Alliance Agency, Inc. <laughs> and also Little River assistant basketball coach, the father of dog ball, Roger Trimble, to talk a little bit about his Little River Redskins. We've had to stick you at the very end of the show a few times, but we're putting you in the prime time here at 836. Yeah, yeah I've been batting cleanup. But, uh... <laughs> well, it sounds like it's been a solid week for the Redskins so far as we picked up a couple of wins, 59-21 over Pretty Prairie earlier in the week. 59-49 over Gossel on Thursday, and then a chance to play in the first-place game against the always-tough Berean Academy. Do they have any Weebies on the team this year? Uh, always, always a Weeby. And you got a Weeby sitting on the bench coaching them, too. So, But a really uh, good tournament that you're playing in. Uh, the other side of the bracket was brutal, too. I mean, you look at... Uh, you know, Berean on the other side of the bracket. They had to play Inman mm-hmm. in the semis, and uh, uh, Berean 
they're kind of the real deal. They are uh, undefeated, ranked high in the state, and and you know we got a chance to watch the Inman game. They played right before us, and and they're just solid in all areas, kind of like they are about every year. Yeah, uh, on it. So uh, so we'll have a, have a good challenge. But we did pick up a really good win over Gossel uh, on Thursday night because uh, Gossel only lost one or two going into the tournament. Uh, and a league school, so that was that was a really good win for well, us. Well, everyone everyone knows about Jaden Garrison. I mean, you know he's going to get his 20, 27, whatever it is. But you had two other guys really step up, and that's what you got. Uh, Trey Rawls, uh, Braxton Lafferty, you need guys stepping up and chipping in so he doesn't have to carry the load, and you're getting more and more guys involved. Oh, you're absolutely right. And uh, Trey had a, had a really good game, and, and he's capable of that. And, you know, we're starting two freshmen, uh, Rylan Cohen and, and Braxton Lafferty. Braxton had a, had a really solid game. And then uh, we got Keaton Richardson at the point, who's done a really good job for us this year. So, uh, and, and you're right, we need guys to step up, and, and they have been. So uh, hopefully we can kind of keep, keep things rolling. And the Redskin boys are 9-2, and two, and when you look back at the two losses, one against an Illyria team that played you tough that night, I believe that was at the Gossel tournament earlier on yes. in the year, losing by two. Then you lose to Sacred Heart, another good team by three. This Little River team is you know, two minutes away from being undefeated yeah. at this point. Well, and Sacred Heart was ranked third in the state in 2A, and we were up four with 29 seconds to go. And so we'll up, say a minute and a half away from being yeah, undefeated. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and going losing. into the season, you lost one of your best players to a football injury, a Graham yeah. Stevens out for the year. Hopefully he'll be – will he be able to play some baseball, have you heard or not? Yeah, he'll be able to play some well, baseball. Well, he's a tremendous baseball player too. So, yeah. uh, you know, that, that you've accomplished this without his toughness because he's he's a hard-nosed kid. He is. And uh, you put him with the mix and – Man, yeah. you guys would really be dangerous, but it is what it is, and, and the guys you've got have really played well. Yeah, and we've got you know next week off because our girls are over at the Hilltop Tournament in Great Bend, and but then we go on a NBA schedule four games in one week. Ooh, oh my gosh! Because of is there make, a makeup, makeup center? games, so you hope we don't get any more ice and snow because I don't know where we could fill those in. But which day will the center game be? Uh, I, I'm you're not, not sure. an AD Am anymore. Am I stretching your mind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, maybe at that point in the season, kids would rather play than practice anyway. So uh, That was always my preference. Heck, <laughs> yeah. Practice? Who needs practice? <laughs> or you can get out of school early. That, that works too. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we're, we'll look forward to a week off and then, and then really get back in the action then. Well, Coach Trimmel, thanks for coming in as always this morning. All right. You did a stellar job. Are you going to go watch the Bulldogs this afternoon? Well, we have our tournament championship game tonight, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it would make things tough. So it I think you should go watch the 50, Little River Redskins against Berean Academy. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be I'll be down at Burton. There you go. So, all right, thank you. We'll see you later. Sometimes I blank. Well, <laughs> so we just we, talked about this a, game they're going to play today. We've seen a lot of games in the last you know couple days, so they all kind of run together. Well, I just assume that at every McPherson College basketball game, Coach Tremble will be there. Yeah. <laughs> as the Bulldogs, they'll be at home today. But, Steve, another update as the McPherson Invitational will continue final week or final day of this tournament here today. It'll be a 1:30 game in the seventh place game. Today it will be Topeka Seaman taking on Wichita North. McPherson will play Junction City on the boys' side. That will be at 315. 
The 5 o'clock game today for third place will be between Derby and Blue Valley, and then Bishop Carroll will take on Lawrence Free State at 7 o'clock tonight in the McPherson Invitational Championship game. As we now bump our Elyria Christian corner up just a little bit, especially after a couple of big wins last night for both Elyria teams. They were on the road at the center tournament. The Elyria girls win 26-11 yesterday at center, while the boys win 62-48. The girls are now 5-6. and six. Boys are now 6-5, and five, and we'll start with girls coach Greg Fields. Well, we've seen your team have some low-scoring games at times this season, but it was your defense that held Peabody to a low-scoring game yesterday, holding them to 11 points. It wasn't the three that I saw Colby hold some school out of Denver to <laughs> earlier in the week, but 11 points defensively, a pretty solid effort yesterday. Yeah, that was a really good effort by the girls. And when I look back at the stats, I, I want to make sure that everybody knew we did play four quarters. It looked like we didn't play that <laughs> Just fourth quarter. One there quarter? was no scoring, no scoring at all by either team in the fourth really? quarter. Yeah, so uh, pretty quiet uh, end of the game. But um, the girls did a great job, and, and Peabody is a much improved team. They've got a, a girl that transferred in from Berean, uh, Anna Eldridge, who is probably the best the best guard in our league right now. She's outstanding as far as her speed, her ball handling. Uh, she kind of lit it up to start the game. She had eight points in the first quarter, and we switched some things up and, and put Olivia Peters on her. And she only scored three more points the rest of the way, and she was their only scorer. So uh, everybody else did a really good job, kind of making shots difficult and and turned them over a lot. So, um, but it was I was impressed with with their player, and and the girls responded uh, after letting you know seeing what she could do there in the, in the first quarter. Well, the week started off over at center with a 33-21 loss for your girls. What are some of the things that you hope to take away from this center tournament? I know you still have one more game today for fifth place, but what are some of the things you've taken away from a busy week on the road at center? Well, I mean, we're just trying to figure out. I think everybody is is seeing what our strengths and what our weaknesses are. And in the first few games of the season, we had a lot of people starting to play man on us, and, and it didn't work as well because we've got a little more speed this year. Um, and so at this tournament, we've seen uh, teams doing things that they don't do with other teams, and they're just kind of packing inside the paint and playing a 2-3 zone against us. And, you know, we've got a lot of different looks, and we've got to be patient and, and attack that zone. Uh, and we just have struggled doing that. Um, and Tuesday, we've got a lot of a lot of sickness, just like a lot of teams do. And so Everybody is sick. Yep, everybody's missing some players, and, and we're, we've missed some. Uh, the last couple games, and we'll miss some tonight as, her, as we play uh, for the fifth place uh, game as well. And so, you know, it's given some opportunities for our younger girls to step in. Um, I was really, you know, even though we, we lost, we had a hard time scoring um, on Tuesday and yesterday, really. Um, but, you know, some of these younger girls are, I'm really, really impressed with the, the way they've kept their composure. Um, they're getting a lot more experience, and, and I think that's going to benefit us as a team in the future. And so, um, you know, a lot of times you get a young girl and, and they get frustrated and they're in a, a hostile environment. On Tuesday, we were playing the home team. Uh, the home crowd was there, and it, it got kind of kind of loud and, and hostile. And these young girls really did a great job keeping their composure and, and staying focused on what they needed to do. And so I think that experience is going to help us. And as we continue to get girls healthy and get everybody back, I think it's going to it's gonna be beneficial as the year goes on. Now, I know you all are playing for fifth place today at 2 o'clock at center. I have not been able to follow the bracket very closely. <laughs> center hasn't put out a lot of information, so I don't know who you play. Yeah, yeah. so we play Harrington today, okay. which is – 
I was thrilled about because we played them a couple weeks ago, and and uh, that was probably our worst played game that we've had, and and so I was thankful to, that we were going to get an opportunity to play them. I was really kind of surprised uh, they ended up losing that first game uh, to Marion in in the tournament, and so I was thrilled that we we've got another chance at them, and because I think we can do some things a little differently. We kind of let the game a couple weeks ago just get out of hand in in one quarter, and and after that played with them the, the entire time. So I'm looking forward to getting an opportunity to, to play a, a good Harrington team and, and see what the girls can do, see how they respond. So. Now, is Coach Goodrich in the house? He is. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if I saw he him. Is. I didn't know if I needed to get all the updates yeah. from you. No, <laughs> he would be the one to get the updates from, and they're they're rolling. So I, I, I don't want to take away his thunder, but the, the boys are looking really good here. The, the lid came off games. the basket for him last night. Yes, definitely. So I'll let him talk about that. I won't, I won't steal his... His thunder. <laughs> uh, you would never steal any thunder from him. No. I had to give him a hard time last week because he didn't show up. And then I saw him over at Tabor. Well, I'm just kind of surprised that I had any time at all. When Roger came in before me, I figured that we were going to we get could go into 20 the, minutes with him. I told him, don't get too deep into the KCAC information. <laughs> so, uh, Well, his now, Redskins are rolling, so they're, they're playing for a championship good. tonight. Yep, so they're looking good. Well, Coach Fields, so. thanks for coming in this morning. Do you guys have a makeup date announced for Rural Vista We yet? sure do. Yeah, a week from today. So we'll have a, a Saturday game. Is that the um, February the 1st. 1st? Yep, February 1st, uh, hosting it at Elyria. So be great to maybe have some opportunities for some people to come out. That, Eagle Dome. Uh, yep, wouldn't typically be able to come out to a, to a game out at Elyria. So we'd love to have people come out for that game next week. There we go. Well, we'll turn things over to Coach Zach All Goodrich right. and hear Thank about the Elyria boys who are going to play for first at center today. And like I said with Coach Fields, I don't know who they play, but I do know that they Solomon. play for first place. Okay. I saw it on Twitter, you know, being the social media guy that I am. Yeah, but. you sit around and say, I don't do social media. Well, <laughs> well, Steve does social media, and he learned that the Illyria boys will be playing for first today as we're joined by Coach Zach Goodrich. And it sounds like, as Coach Fields alluded to, and as we're starting to kind of see, your guys are rolling right now. You're scored a lot of points. You won 62-48 over Peabody yesterday. You won 44-18 over Marion earlier on in the week and a chance to win a tournament here today. Yes, it is uh, something that we haven't seen all season, scoring 25 and 27 points. Uh, definitely hard on, on anyone to, to keep playing great defense and not putting up points. So the last couple games have been pretty good for us. And it's good to see Jackson Stone back for you. You know, he missed some games with injury. You're, you know, you're finally getting your lineup together that you envisioned at the start of the year. And, and last night may have been one of your best games of the year. It was one of more our complete games, and uh, having Jackson Stone there has been a, a great leadership. Uh, any any team without leadership is uh, going to struggle, and with him back in our lineup, even just on the bench, he didn't play much on Tuesday, and you can just tell his presence made our guys have a little more confidence. And so uh, we look forward for these next next couple games, and especially tonight, to uh, learn how to win a tournament. I think that pays uh, dividends when you're getting ready for regionals. Uh, you have to learn how to win. And uh, this is going to be a great opportunity for us. Zach Stuckey, big game last night. But a guy that I've noticed uh, lately is really playing well is Brett Anderson. Talk about him a little bit. Brett Anderson is a big body, skilled, I would say, guard that we have moved around and put him in the post. And so he's somebody that we have depended on um, and expected to do this from the start of the season. But when everyone uh, had to change their roles and uh, – have to have to pick up in different areas. He he kind of struggled with that, but now he's coming into that place where we envisioned envisioned him 
uh, because we kind of see him as that third guy. And as you guys have seen our teams, we try to put three guys together and uh, have our supporting cast, but we envisioned Jackson, Zach, and Anderson kind of taking on that scoring role that we knew that we would need this season. And it was good to see Zach's Kind of get back into the groove. I think he had 19 last night. He did have 19, and uh, he, he's he's a really good ball player. Uh, someone that's kind of he, he's very he's very uh, patient on offense. But I tell him all the time, you can be just as good as anyone in our area if you just be a little more aggressive. So today, the Eagle Boys will play for first at center. They will take on Solomon at the center tournament. A chance for first. You've already seen Solomon this year. You already won by 16 back on the final game of December and December 20th. So I think you guys have to feel very confident that this is a great chance for your team to not only continue to climb up those standings and continue to add on to what will add to a sub-state resume, but just a confidence builder today to go win three games in a row, which is something you haven't done yet this year. That is very true. I'm glad you bring that up because we've been talking about that. Uh, you can't be a team that's going to do something. you got to win three games at regionals, got to win two games at sub-state, and uh, – you just got to put them together. And if you don't do it throughout the course of the season, I, I'm just a firm believer it's not going to happen at the end of the year. Um, it just doesn't happen. Well, Coach Goodrich, good luck today. Who do the Tabor women have today? They have friends. Ooh, friends play we, pretty well against K-Dub. We just saw friends, and uh, uh, the Bulldogs beat them by one. A very exciting game. My, uh, Mason Mosley's free throw with three seconds left won it. So That's good. Good luck today, Coach Goodrich. Hey, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Jim. Let's take one more break and hear from McPherson girls coach Chris Strathman next. This is the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We will wrap up this morning's High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. We haven't heard from either McPherson coach yet, number one, because Coach Kurt Kinneman is sick this morning. He texted me last night and said, if I can fall asleep, I don't know if I will wake up in time to get in for breakfast. Well, he didn't get any sleep, he said, after the Thursday game against Blue Valley and and I think it just all caught up with him and his team. We will say his team played very well last night, and it was good to see uh, so many guys step up. Uh, Jaden Dukes off the bench. Eli Pyle, 23 points off the bench, uh, 16 in the first half. Uh, Darren Gibbs played well. Trey Buckby played well. Adam Elliott, the beard, played well. So the uh, reserves actually scored 37 points last night. <clears throat> so the boys will play Junction City at 315 for fifth place today. But the other bullpup basketball team, McPherson's girls, they went on the road for a makeup game. Kind of a weird way that the schedule broke down that they had to go play on the same day as the Invitational. And the reason that it worked that way is that the girls wanted to play Circle on Tuesday, but Circle had a matchup with Wellington. And then you get into the midseason tournaments and you can't find open dates. And so... This last night, Friday, was the only day that they had to play circle, and they went down to Tawanda, 145-34. Again, this team is continuing to try and find ways to win without players, then adding players back into the lineup, and then getting them taken away and back in. And Coach Strathman's in here with us this morning. It sounded like your team had to gut its way through a 45-34 win on the road at circle last night. Yeah, we did. You know, I guess Coach Kenneman's not feeling too well. I I feel great, but I sound like crap, so uh, bear with me here. Uh, our girls did battle. You know, we had to fight through some foul trouble. Uh, Lake and Schieferick was homesick, uh, going on day number four of being sick. Uh, so hopefully she's feeling much better next week. But uh, So we played without her last night. Um, again, kind of just found a way. Uh, to beat an undefeated team on the road was, was good. Uh, number three and four A team, so... Um, just a nice win for us. Emma Reynolds made her debut. 
as the first game of the season for her, and uh, she did a nice job. I had a big three late and a couple other buckets, so I had, had double figures and just played real well. And then you get ready for the Mid-America Classic. We have seen the bracket, and I think it's a pretty good draw for your team. You're the number one seed. You'll play Ulysses in the first game. If you win that, you'll play Wichita Northwest or Wellington in what would be the semifinal. And I think the matchup that everybody is starting to look ahead at a little bit, and I know you guys don't want to look ahead too much, but an undefeated Shawnee Mission Northwest team coming to town next week. And I think that could be a great matchup for your team. Of course, they've got to come through their side of the bracket with Great programs like Manhattan, Olathe South, Shawnee Mission South. But I think the Mid-America Classic is making up to be a good one next week. Uh, it is. You know, we've got some things to take care of on our side of the bracket first. But, you know, Coach Ellis looked ahead at Shawnee Mission Northwest a lot already. I have a little bit. I've looked at Olathe South um, and, of course, Wellington and and the teams on our bracket on our side too. But, Shawnee Mission Northwest is a legitimate, really powerhouse team. Um, if we get a chance to match up with them Saturday, that'll be the best team that we faced. Um, I, can, I can say that right now with no question. Um, so they're, they're going to be a really tough challenge, and I just hope that we get that opportunity. Well, getting, Coach, oh, I was going to say, getting back to last night for just a minute, since we didn't get to see the game, uh, Grace Powell got into some foul trouble, I understand. Uh, so that limited her minutes. No Lake and Sheafreak. You get Emma back. Cassidy Beam, though, really stepped up with a big night. She was fantastic. Uh, you know, 22 points. So, you know, darn near half her points, I guess. So I didn't even think about that. But she shot the ball real well. Five threes. Took it to the rim a few times and drew fouls. Um, you know, she had a three again in the first five, six seconds of the game. Just bang. And, uh, you know, just gets us going. She played with great energy. Um, and she's been doing that whether shots are going in or not. So she's really bringing the energy to our team. Well, we certainly hope on Thursday when you play Ulysses, Lakin's back. You have Emma back. You're still missing Emma Mom. I'm not sure what her status is. But at some point, we know there's not going to be any Andrea Sweat. But at some point, you're almost going to have everybody on the floor that you envisioned at the start of the year. Yeah, we we do know that Emma Mom will not be able to play next week. She's not going to be ready. Um, and it would have been tough to come back with three games in three days. Right. But um, we're hoping for the week after, which would be collegiate in Andale. Um, we'll see about that, but she's not ready to play next week. Um, that was kind of a target, but – it's just we have to be really smart with it. Well, Steve feels for her because he always has bad hammies, oh, too. Oh, my hammies. It's just a oh, ongoing, yeah. ongoing problem. It's not a fun injury. No. Any really bad pulled muscle is very painful. Especially and my And very age. risky as far as re-injury. Yeah, luckily Emma's got 50 years <laughs> less wear and tear than you do, so it makes it a little easier to recover. Well, she yeah, she's definitely got fifty years on Steve as far. As <laughs> I thought she had sixty five years on him, but I, uh, maybe I'm overshooting Steve's age. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, fortunately she'll heal quick. If it was Sal, he'd be out till July. Well, at least he'd, yeah. he'd milk it. Yeah. yeah, but great job for the Bullpup girls last night to beat an unbeaten team on the road. You're now in the you're now in the league lead too. So uh, you get your halfway point of the season now the midseason tournament. So it's time to you know kick it into overdrive get the second half of the season going, and then the real season begins. Yeah, it should, it should be a fun stretch. And, you know, it's a, I, I couldn't have ever expected to be 10-0 at this time of the year with all the stuff that we've had to go through. Just very proud of our girls. 
and our coaching staff. I, you know, our, our assistants have done a great job, um, and just kind of steady. You know, just trying to be as consistent as we can, and just kind of deal with the ebbs and flows of a season because we've definitely had those. Well, Coach Strathman, thanks again for waiting it out this morning. I think you had a full breakfast in there. For, it was very good. Well, I'm sure Vans Hell Court, too. So. Oh, yeah. It's always fun to talk to these guys. We had a great time. Well, we'll talk more about the Mid-America Classic next week in the bracket and how that will lay out and times and everything. But for today, one more time, the Bullpup Boys will be playing Junction City at 3.15, meaning we'll come on the air right about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Seventh place game, Topeka Seaman and Wichita North at 1.30. The third place game, which I think will be a very good game, Derby and Blue Valley at 5. And then the championship game, Lawrence Free State against Bishop Carroll. Bishop Carroll's the real deal. Yeah. Lawrence Free State's the real deal. I, and it's going to be a great game you, at 7. As, as good as Free State's played, it's going to take a great effort to beat Carroll because they put on an absolute clinic last night, maybe one of the best performances I've seen in that tournament in a long time. We will wrap up our high school coaches show this morning presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. Swap Shop is coming up next, and Tammy is in the building, so give her a call, 620-241-1504. I'm sure there are all sorts of great things to give away. I don't think there's probably a lot of garage sales this morning. We will wrap things up. For Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva. The High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva was brought to you by Simco, McPherson Concrete, Alliance Agency Incorporated, Lens Board Quarterback Club, Next Tech Wireless, JAR Performance Automotive, and Farmers State Bank. Thanks for listening to the High School Coaches Show presented by the 56 Family Restaurant in Galva.